0: we
1: Friday show, previewing 49ers visiting the Washington Redskins on Sunday. Steve, have you recovered from the Nats debacle last night?
2: Just barely. I'm struggling today, Joe. I feel like a like a spurned lover who was left at the altar last night by so many lovers, Jason Worth, Bryce Harper, Dusty Baker. Are any of, will
1: any of those guys be back here?
2: They will, unfortunately, and... Knowing the DC curse will give Bryce Harper seven hundred million dollars to keep on striking out.
1: Can we not talk Nats? I don't want to talk Nats until spring.
2: I want to though. I love it. I love it. I'm, yeah. I'm a sucker
1: for pain. But for okay, well, you can you can enjoy your pain. I can't talk Nats anymore. I, I can't. The the curse of Dusty. The curse of the DC. The curse of everything. I'm over the nets. Let let's pivot. Let's it's get into the Redskins. It is good for business. You know. Um, LP and FP picked a uh, picked a very interesting name when they started this initiative. Well, uh, before me and you joined, and uh, um, you know, it seems like the curse will keep us in business forever at the pace that we're going. But um, in any case, let's let's shift here. Let's talk about the Redskins coming off a bye week. Forty Nine ers are are, are poo poo by every standard, um, but uh, they do present some challenges that the Redskins are going to face. Um, primarily. Um, at least to me, you know, I, I think Garcon's going to be in an interesting spot here, facing off against his former team. Everybody likes to go off against their former team and kind of show them, hey, you know what, I, w- I was worth whatever I thought I was worth, or you made it, you made a horrible deal trading me, whatever. But um, the Redskins should win this game, right? We we can agree on that, right?
2: Absolutely, but it's it's showcase Sunday on, on, on at this game. I mean, you got Kyle coming in trying to showcase uh, uh, his offense and trying to tell everyone in D.C. what uh, the mistake that they made. And and the bigger showcase to me is Kirk. Kirk's telling Kyle that, hey, uh, I'm available. Hit me up. Uh, you know, look at what I can do. So uh, I think uh, it's going to be an offensive game. I'm telling you, uh, we don't need to worry about the 49ers. I know we got, we got guests coming in talking about the 49ers. But what we really need to worry about is the injury report. I think uh, Sunday's game will be a big one for the injuries. I mean, if Trent Williams can't go at left tackle, Ty and uh, out as well. So you're now down to your third-string left tackle, T.J. Clemmings. Uh, so that's a huge loss. But Trent, both Trent, is,
1: safeties. Trent should be playing. I mean, I know he was still gimpy at practice yesterday, but he should be out there. I mean, he, he shows up on game day. I'm not really too worried about him.
2: Well, he, he as of this morning, he has not practiced. So I think Jay Gruden's one of those don't practice, don't play kind of guys. Oh,
1: I, I, think, I think that's reserved for the, the stud to be potentially uh, receiver the divas on the team, your left tackle doesn't necessarily need to practice his, his plays pretty much consistent on every single, uh, every single time he's on, on the field, um, protect the quarterback, right? It, it's not, it's not a complex scheme that he needs to be, uh, he needs to be, you know, preparing for. And frankly, the 49ers defense is just not that good. I mean, they're littered with first round talent up front. Um, but I mean, Bowman, how many, how many times has that guy had to have a body, a body part replaced at this point? I mean, the guys, he's been in the league forever. Um, he still gets the job done. He kind of reminds me of London Fletcher, actually. You know, maybe missed, maybe maybe he's lost a step, but he he can still get out there. He can still make tackles, still make plays. But um, you know, there's there's other players, and I agree with you. The injury report does tell a lot. Um, you know, and and let's just talk about the biggest the biggest name on there. Of course, is is Norman, right? J- Josh Norman is not going to be playing. Looks like he's mm-hmm. going to be out for a, at least another four weeks. The good news is the Forty ers really don't have anybody that really scares us. I mean, Garcon. Garcon is basically going to see a lot of Breland, um, which I'm okay with that matchup personally. And frankly, um Fuller has played so much better this season than he did last that I mean, I don't even know who the second receiver is on the 49ers. Right? Because Torrey Smith yeah, left. No, yeah, I have yeah, no yeah, idea. Okay. Like I have no idea. You know, and, and frankly, the 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 uh the Carlos Hyde project continues. He's a fantasy dud. Um well, uh, you know, I'm, but
2: well, I'm I'm gonna wait. For the guests on this one, but uh, I want to ask because this kid is loaded with talent. He and and you know, who, full disclosure who, who here on my fantasy Carlos I I just don't know why he's not producing Isn't, as a top a, five back. I mean,
1: no man, he's not. He, look, his backup and, and, is just as good as he is. Right, the <laughs> Berea or burida or well, Glenn I want to know
2: more about. Well, I mean, this 49ers team made their 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 greatness over the last couple of years stacking that O line. Right. You had uh, Joe Staley, uh, you know, all, all these guys. Um, and and that's kind of how they got good. It wasn't Kaepernick. It wasn't, you know, it was that O-line. They invested in a lot. So I want to know, you know, it, it, uh, there's a lot of turnover on that line. So, uh, you know, there's got to be a reason why they can't get that run game going because Carlos Hyde is talented. I mean, he, he's got the, the skill set. This is something uh, missing there. And Kyle, we've known Kyle never to be a, a, a big guy that invests in the run and that was kind of one of his knacks here that he you know get, got away from the run pretty early on in game kirk was still on 40 50 times so uh that may be the case uh, yeah. in Tampa just
1: and, as well and that's fair and we saw that we also saw that in atlanta last year right we saw that um we saw that play out with the falcons too um you know so it, yeah that that's kind of kyle's pedigree but um you know I'll, I'll give you a matchup that is a little bit more in- i mean look hyde versus essentially zach brown you know I think Zach Brown's the better player, and, and I, I just don't see Hyde going for a buck twenty and two touchdowns. I just don't see it happening. Although the weather should stink, I just I just don't see it personally. Um, but the uh, the matchup that I'm kind of more interested in is um, is uh, is Elvis Dumervil. Like I'm interested to see if this guy has anything left in the tank. He was uh, I mean this guy was set the league on fire and then bounced around from team to team. Now he's on the 49ers. Um, you know I've only heard his name called a couple times this year on a, on very few plays or any. I haven't watched a whole lot of 49ers, but he seems to pop up from time to time. Um, you know, but he's going to be going against Morgan Moses, and Morgan Moses is a guy that in years past has let me down, has let us down on the offensive line on the right at that right tackle spot. I mean, he's moved around, but that's an interesting matchup to me. Um, and You know, I, what
2: I what, what I find interesting is that this team is so bad that we're struggling to find things to talk about with them. <laughs> okay, or I mean, we're coming up with Elvis Dumervil. Okay, is this is 2011. This is incredible. Okay, I mean, this is a bad team. Okay, and we should win. But this is this is, is, the this is <laughs>
1: where the Redskins and DC Sports don't come through and let us down consistently, right? This is yeah. this is that gotcha game. We, you know, I don't think anybody in DC watched a second of of Thursday Night Football, but the Eagles, you know, they proved a five and one. That's a team that we should have beat in Week One. Um, but now they're five and one. The Skins have a very unique opportunity. I mean, look, the Cowboys are in turmoil. The Giants are reeling. The Skins have to win here. Um, you know, at, at this point, we're going to be chasing Philly. Although we see them again, we see them in two weeks. I uh, mean, we get the 49ers and then we go to Philly on Monday night. So Monday night. if they can string two wins together, um, you know, there's a there's a chase for that NFC East crown. Um, but they have to win this game. But this this is just to me, this is such a Redskins game. Where they're gonna come out? It, it it to me it feels a lot like the Giants game at the end of last season. You know you you have all the you should win the game. You're the better team. I'm just worried that they're gonna come out flat personally. Um, you know and and it doesn't help that uh, that Kelly's not gonna take you know Kelly's not gonna play. It looks like so we're gonna get a lot of Samaj P Ryan, which I happen to like. I, I don't I don't mind it, but it's not like the running game has really been tearing things up on the Redskins side either. I think the key to the game that I see is the or the the primary weakness of the of the 49ers is their secondaries just poo poo spectacular like poo poo on ice man and if Kirk is patient um his second, third and even fourth reads are gonna be open and it's not just the dump off to Chris Thompson stuff. I think Vernon Davis probably is in line for a nice game because I don't I don't really see anybody that can hang with him. And it's a little bit of a of a revenge game for him as well. You know, that's a team that, that mm-hmm. didn't want to pay him and let him go, you know, many moons ago. Um, you know, but maybe this is where, maybe this is the game, and I've said this now on every podcast, that Pryor actually gets into a rhythm and actually catches, you know, five balls for 80 yards in, in the first half or or does some of the things that that would merit um, the type of money that he's getting paid. And it's not, you know, he, he's... I'm tired of saying he's new to the position and he should be better, but he is new to the position, but he should also be better. And, and Jamison Crowder had another, what, two weeks to rest up here. I mean, they, they have an opportunity to get healthy and to look much better than they have against a pretty bad 49ers team.
2: Yeah. And, and I saw a little bit of that Philly game last night, just as, uh, uh I was just trying to, to wean off of, of the drug that is national baseball. And, uh, I tell you, Philly's getting better every week, and that's a scary thought. That that defensive line was causing havoc on Cam Newton all night. So, Philly is only going to get better. So, we need to beat the teams that we're supposed to beat, and we've shown that we can be competitive with the Kansas Cities on Monday night, beating Oakland on a Sunday night. So, we've shown that we can hang with the big boys. Now, we need to take care of business at home and uh, move on to uh, Philly Monday night.
1: Yeah, I I agree with you. Let's... um. Let's take a quick break and let's see if we can track down uh, Maneer and Sabrina to come on and talk about the 49ers and give us their fans' perspective on, their, on that horrible team and kind of hear what they have to say as well. So uh, we'll be right back after a quick break. <laughs> welcome back in happy to have two guests on the line this week not just one Munir and sabrina uh from san francisco lifelong 49ers fans um i'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing maybe they'll let us know um but uh, happy to have them both on to kind of talk about this game from another angle um as a horrible team coming to a to washington dc this week um, against a mediocre but improving team. Munir, how do you think this game will play out? And what is give – me, give me two keys to the game. If the 49ers win, they will do X and Y.
0: Yeah, first uh, first of all, thank you. Thank you both, Joe and Steve, for having us on. It's, uh, it's a real honor to be on your podcast, and uh, it's an equal honor to do this along with my sister. So thank you. Uh, to answer your question, two, two keys – I think, number one, it's taking care of the ball and not turning it over. And number two, which is something that's going to be difficult for a guy like Kyle Shanahan, is to establish
1: the run game. Those are my two keys to the game, taking care of the ball and establish the run. Do you, do you think the 49ers can come in and win this game? Do you honestly believe they could win this game?
0: I do. I think it's a very winnable game. I know that uh, the odds makers uh, disagree. I think it, we're 11-point dogs. But I think it's a very winnable game. Do I? You know, Is it winnable? Yes. Do I think we're going to win? Candidly, I don't. I think there's a lot going on uh, at FedEx Field. I think there's, there's a lot of good things uh, happening in uh, in the nation's capital. Frankly, it's a good time for you guys. You guys have a very winnable game. You guys, I hate to say it, all-time series record, what, 10 and 20 against the Niners. That's uh, pretty abysmal. So you guys have a chance to get one more on us, which it'll uh, be a win for you guys. But uh, I think what the the regular season means, you guys are nine and 17 against us. So I think, look. I think that we cover, but we don't win.
1: That's my personal prediction, but it's a very winnable game. I well, think that I'll that tell you. You, you you brought up the line, so I'll just ask you: Are you taking the over on forty six and a half points? The guys hate it when I talk. When I talk uh, sports if, betting, if
2: betting is legal, if betting was legal, you got to caveat that, Joe. Well,
1: Damn it. <laughs> is it not legal? Jeez. Is it not legal? If I, it's just
2: that's what Bill Simmons says. Just say
1: it. Okay, 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 Manir, <laughs> M- 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 you going over under on the forty six and a half? Betting was legal. I'm taking the over. I think that it's going to be a very offensive game. I think it's
0: two piss poor defenses on both sides, frankly. And I think the Redskins see what's at stake here. They have a chance to go to beat another offensive coordinator. They just beat the Rams. Uh, they have the ability to beat, you know, Kyle Shanahan. That'd be two and zero against the NFC West. That'd be two and zero against former coordinators. It would snap a four game losing streak to the Niners. I think, you know, it'd be the first victory against us since. A 52 17 horrible beating that I remember very vividly at FedEx Field in October of 2005, if
1: I recall correctly. It, uh, Gibbs uh, and Clinton, I, I, I think Clinton Portis went bananas too, I think, in that game. I
2: think right. Cooley, was Cooley did, did too. Those
1: were the glory years when we didn't have expectations. Memory, guys. I'm very, consider me wildly impressed
0: that you both can uh, come back to 2005
2: with me. <laughs> there's, there's, there's not not too many of those 50 pointers that we, we put on, <laughs> so we remember that. Let's. That's, that's, Let's bring in Sabrina here. Although I'd like, when he comes prepared, okay, he dropped the all time uh, record, uh, skins versus minus. Okay, that's some solid stuff. Sabrina, let let me ask you, okay, as as somebody who kind of takes the temperature of San Francisco, have people waned off of the Kyle Shanahan bus or are people getting off of that bus? Okay, he was the hottest coordinator off of the Super Bowl. He, you know, was a magical offensive coordinator. Now, after seeing him in person after five weeks, are, are, are we getting off of the Kyle Buster?
3: No. I think people are really hopeful with Kyle. Um, I think they see a different kind of coaching. And I don't think they're, they're disappointed in the losses. But we are also a very young team. You know, to Munir's point earlier, we only lost those four games by a combined 11 points. Um, you know, a couple of changes. Or if we had a more tenured team, we probably would have won most of those games. And I happen to disagree with Munir. I think we're going to win on Sunday, well, and maybe well, it's, it's the eternal. <laughs> it's oh, boy. I, mean, I think
0: we're, I think we're <laughs> house divided because you can stay on the Kyle Shanahan bus all you want. I am so far <laughs> off that bus. I, I cannot, I'm it took for five three, games. I cannot be further off the, off the It damn, took five games.
1: Uh, oh, that's unbelievable. He is,
0: he is, he is terrible. I was uh, as excited as I was to get him. This big hot name, this exciting guy, it's a big swing. Well, guess what? It was a swing and a miss. Sorry for the baseball
2: reference. I know we're talking to Nats fans, and it's still, still too soon. I apologize for that. It doesn't exist. The sport doesn't
0: The curse, the, the curse of Justin Baker, let's not go there. But I hate Kyle Shanahan. I'm way off the train. He's, I just hate the, the decisions he makes. You look at it. It was, you know, fourth and five on the 40-yard line in week one in the first quarter against the Panthers, and we're down seven, and he's going
2: for it. And you flipped it. Okay. We don't get it. Move <laughs> me decision.
1: I'm way the train. <laughs> We're going to have to off, cut people. his mic. My goodness. He's getting yeah, hot. I, I, He's getting I
2: hot. So. Okay. Let's, let's, let, let me
3: I up. love the passion. I love the passion.
1: Let,
2: let me just ask. What do you expect from Brian Hoyer? I mean, what did you expect Kyle to do? Is it just a thing? He doesn't have the pieces in place.
3: I'm sorry. I, 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 I do think it. I think... I think you're right. The first game was very poorly coached. But I think he's also learning. This is a new position for him with a very young team. He doesn't have rock stars. So he's trying different things. This is kindergarten. This is the NFL. There's no time for
1: learning. Are you kidding me? This is the
0: now league. Show me now. (laughs) Okay, well, I'm 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 an eternal
3: optimist. I'm an eternal optimist. Uh,
0: you, You want to sit by idly while Kyle Shanahan learns? This isn't
1: the third grade, honey. All right, this hold is
0: on. I, I, this is the Show Me League. This is the Now League. It's win or it's go home.
1: I'm sorry, I'm not sorry. <laughs> All right, well, look, look on that on that thread. Let's pull that for a second. So it sounds like you're. This might be you, It sounds. <laughs> it sounds like you're very far off the Shanahan train. Well, that presents a problem because everyone's pretty much got cousins headed to San Francisco next year. Um, it's highly unlikely that Kyle's going to get canned this year. I mean, there's just. If he goes completely, if he if he goes without a single win, maybe that's the only scenario where he gets canned. But they knew coming in this is going to have to be at least a three year plan. There's no way the team the team like it's yes it's the NFL, but Cleveland's also in the NFL, and they they don't look like a professional team either. So um, you know they can't risk. We're rebuilding. Go, uh, well, you've been rebuilding since forever. You know. So- okay, no, it's going to be another
3: rebuilding stint. It's another if rebuilding can, look, stint. If look, if
1: The, the reality is next. the re- the reality is Kaepernick cursed your team. Okay, and and it seems like we can't go a single podcast without talking about him or some take the knee BS. But um, the guy, look, it's it's the wrong message that was sent out. It was the wrong. It was everything. Like it was so, it was so San Francisco, and I hate to just do that like blanket statement. It was so San Francisco, it backfired completely. He's out of the league. He's never going to work in the NFL again. But leave all that aside, okay? This team realistically cannot, should not come into come into Washington D.C. and win this game. They're like on paper, they're not the better team. Coaching wise, they're not the better team. And you got to figure like Jay had something very specific for to you know implement it into the uh, game plan when he went up against uh, Sean McVay. In LA, you know he's going to have something for Kyle too. Like, there's just I, I can't see Jay being out coached essentially by his understudy. I just can't see it.
0: You know what? You know.
1: What? Oh, we'll get we'll get Minear back. He seems to just fall off here. But so so I'm just going to go back yeah. to the
3: fact that I I, I think we're going to win on on Sunday. I, I actually think I we're due for a win. Um, You know, my brother and I talked about this earlier. It it is a meaningless game for the 49ers, really, uh, because we're not going to go very far this season. However, because I think it is a meaningless win, we're due for a win. We've had four straight losses by a combined 11 points. We're always almost going to win the game. I think we come in, and I don't think you guys defeat the curse this weekend. I think we actually end up beating you guys, even if it's by...
2: You know, to get, or get two. in your point quickly, because when you're back on, okay, get in. <laughs> hey,
1: real quick, I just, it's over. I just, sorry to interject again, I just, I, I, I don't mean to be domineering here, but I just need to say one
0: quick thing, right before I got cut out, quick shout out to uh, Steve Macias, beautiful family, I heard his kid in the background, rock star kid,
1: rock star <laughs> wife, rock star man.
2: Hold uh, on, hold on, hold on. He's, on, he's hold buttering on. you, he's buttering you
1: up They're for something, Steve. So
2: he, and it's it's, it's, to, uh, to it's Steve. totally working, okay? I, I love this guy. And <laughs> we don't we didn't bring up the biggest story here, is that these two somehow hang out with Steph Curry and Aisha Curry, okay? I need the backstory <laughs> on that, okay? And this guy goes to a pro-am and is playing catch with Aaron Rodgers. I'm, I'm going to need some backstories.
1: I think we it need wasn't Aaron Rodgers, episode. it was Peyton Manning, I think.
0: Both. both. I, th-
2: I
1: think it I'm was sorry. both. I'm sorry. And
0: Tom Brady, but, you know, who's counting? It's neither here nor there.
1: Well, we're not Warriors fans um, at all. I don't think I anybody's think, I, Warriors I wanna, fans. I, but
0: I, wanna, you got I think got the KD connection. And, and, oh, by the way, quick shout-out to
1: 249ers. Look out for the defense. Oh, there he goes. There he goes. <laughs> all the technology <laughs> me, in the world, no cell phones in San Francisco. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Stevie. Oh, he's still yeah. going. Okay, hold on. There we go, Stevie. <laughs> Stevie. Uh, he, he's he's dapping you up. He loves your family. Um, I, I don't really know where to go from there. I love the
2: passion. <laughs> let's, let's ask Sabrina because uh, it's, I mean, she's getting cut off here. Okay, is is I almost feel like, and again, I don't know anything about anything, but I almost feel like John Lynch and the brass in San Francisco basically have told Kyle that this season is a wash. Here is an inherited lineup that you had nothing to do with. Here's a quarterback that you had nothing to do with. Do what you can with them, and then next season, we'll go after Kirk, go after the guys you want, and then we'll start judging you. Is that the the, the vibe that you get in San Francisco? And if so, how happy would you be to see Kirk Cousins in a San Francisco uniform next year?
3: I'd be I'd be very happy to see the cousins in a San Francisco uniform. I, I mean you'll you'll see. I'm 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 an optimist, so even with a losing season, I think we're going to start getting some good picks. We're rebuilding. Um, you know, John Lynch is right. This might be a meaning, meaningless season for us, but it's not so meaningless. I, I I don't think Kyle's going anywhere. He's here to stay. I realize that my both my brother and my father do not really like him. I'm trying to be a little bit more optimistic because I really be had. Afraid. I really did not, I really did not like the last few coaches that we had, so. um,
0: Oh, yeah, Tom Dula, Singletary, are you kidding me? These are great cheerleaders, but horrible head coaches. You know who I miss? You talk about having a poor roster, Sabrina, and waiting for Kyle to learn, like this is the third grade, singing Kumbaya. What about Jim Harbaugh, who came in with the same piss poor roster that was there the year before under Mike Garbage Singletary, came in and turned us around and was great. (laughs) had a devout
2: christian he believes in what he, does and he's got oh, he's, he brought in religion oh, and he's here we
1: go Look, can we talk about his khaki pants from walmart now
3: um, yeah so so let's not go back to Harba however jim tomsula we are go- you guys have jim Tomsula now on your on your side yeah, and i listen. don't think that's I mean, doing he was, he, i don't think that does you any favors
1: no no wait 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 he, he may have been a trash so head coach but he's he's an excellent he's an excellent position but, coach turned I
2: around agree, that line. i have to agree with Joe on that he's a Okay. Munir, Munir, let me let let me just because I think you jumped off. I asked Sabrina, how happy would you be to see Kirk in a San Francisco 49ers uniform next year?
0: It's a great question, Steve. And uh, real quick, just to be clear, I didn't jump off Microsoft. I actually threw my ass
2: off. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because hey, we're about <laughs> to lose a Microsoft sponsorship here, okay? Can you
1: it's okay. It, I it, love it's Microsoft. as valuable I'm as LinkedIn is Washington, but I didn't jump off. I would never jump off this podcast. I'm
0: honored to be on. I was thrown off by uh, by Microsoft <laughs> and its inferior technology, but that's neither here nor there. The answer to your question is yes, I would love Kirk Cousins in in in, in the red and blue in the red and gold. I, I love him. I think look a lot of there's a lot of I mean I love Sam Darnold. I love Josh Rosen. So I think there's something to be said about building through the draft. At the same time, I think if you have the ability to go get a guy like Kirk Cousins, who, by the way, you know, again, neither here nor there, does have less passing yards this year than um, one Brian Hoyer, uh, 1,300 to, to 1,000. Wow. Um, good, good, good fun fact for you guys. He does have seven TDs and one INT, pretty good ratio, and he's a good leader and, and game manager relative to Brian Kaka Hoyer. But... Again, these are all side notes. To answer your question, Steve, I would love, love, love to see Kirk Cousins. You're good with him at, at, 20,
2: at 25000000 million. You're
3: good with him. I'd yeah. also love to see Sam Darnold <laughs> at the 49ers, though, too. So I think that even though this might be...
0: Yeah, I think, look, I think yeah. talent is talent. I think it's hard to say, it's hard to answer that in a vacuum, Steve. I think you have to have sort of a more holistic approach, and you have to see... Okay, well, what other moves do we make, right? It's on both sides of the ball. It's special teams. It's all that. But at the quarterback position, yeah, I think Cousins can fit in the offense. We all know that he loves and works well with Shanahan. But uh, it's hard to answer in a vacuum. I think it's not mutually exclusive. I think every other little piece uh, and, and its little idiosyncratic way has, has
1: you know plays a role. And so, do I? Would I love Kirk Cousins? Yes, absolutely. But but let's be uh, hold on I, hold on. But there's no there's no chance that Cousins goes to San Francisco. If Kyle's not going to be there for at least two years, right? Because if, if it was about the money, then he would have gotten something done with the Redskins. It's not about the money. I don't money. think
0: anyone. I don't think anyone thinks Kyle's leaving. We can all hope. I can't stand the guy, but I don't. I mean, <laughs> I'm also a realist. I think that you know his baby face, immature, horrible decision making is still going to keep him. At Niners,
1: we have. Oh, and there we go. My, my, the Microsoft conspiracy continues. Well, look, let, let's go around the table here. I want uh, final score predictions, and um, and just give me give me a winner and a final score. Let's start with Sabrina, because she seems to think the Niners can win.
3: I do think the Niners are going to win. I think it's going to be 24-21-49ers.
1: 21-24, so you're going under the point. Stevie. Uh.
2: 31-24, uh, skins. I think, um,
1: 31. I think Kirk has a big day. 31,
2: even, even day. with the bad weather. I don't think, I mean, what's bad weather? Did you get a little
1: cold? I don't know. It's uh, D.C., man. Oh, it, don't, every, you know, stand up, Joe. Chicago, stand up, Joe. Uh, Dusty. D- look, man, Chicago Mold got Dusty and the Nats down. I mean, it doesn't take much these days.
2: Hey, that was, hey, that was the greatest mold that ever the existed. Coming, coming to, to
1: NBC, right? A new show starting Dusty, <laughs> Chicago Mold. Um, Muneer who you got give me the final score uh,
0: I'm, I'm going to say 31 to 28 Niners put up four touchdowns and lose in a losing effort we're going to cover
1: the four touchdowns
0: in a losing effort yeah Niners
1: put up four touchdowns who's going to score them I'm just four, curious you seem to be very thorough who's going to score <laughs> the four Yeah, I'm, I got to be honest as much as I love you guys as much as I think you're incredib- incredibly
0: thorough and uh, there goes Steve, Steve's awesome family again second shout out to his great family um, as much as I love you guys and I think you're thorough and cover all your bases, I'm surprised we have not touched on Pierre Garcon and that whole dilemma. Hey, buddy. Pierre, Sorry, I look,
1: look, look. I, oh my god! I know it's he, Yeah, Steve's doing a little, uh, little show and tell with us. It's very, it's very distracting, Steve. But thanks. <laughs> we talked about Garcon though. We we talked about him. I mean, he he wanted to get paid like a number one. He he has never played like a number one. Um, he's a he's a, he's getting a little bit older. He doesn't have the wheels that. Someone like a Santana did where you could shift him to the slot. So, you know, he's the number one on the 49ers. I have no idea who else catches passes there. I have no clue. Well, it's, it's, it's a good <laughs> point, and
2: I'm, I'm glad you brought it up. I know you've led one. good Goodwin. I, I want to touch on that, Rock. Yeah, thank you. I want to say that that's
0: my X factor for the game. I gave you my two keys to the game, but one of my X factor is going to be the guy on the other side of the ball. I think Garçon is going to have a
1: great game. I think he's going to make. Washington fans have nightmares about him. Oh, I think come on! He's gonna have—he's gonna have—he's gonna it. have nine catches you, for 40 yards. You heard it here first. It's gonna be 11 catches for 142
0: and a score. But that's neither here nor there. My point is my X factor number 11, Marquise Goodwin, the guy with the track star in college. He has wheels. Look out for the guy. He's my X factor. I think if we can get him the ball, if he can catch
1: it, his, his hands are meh. You know, he's really good at track is sort of so-so at watching <laughs> I'm, I'm not uh, scared of a guy with wheels at all. The, the skin's neutralized Tyreek Hill and Kareem Hunt uh, just 2 weeks ago. Not 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 concerned about a guy who can run. He still got to catch the ball, put right? Up a great effort, put up a great effort against Kansas City. The only thing is there's no moral victory. It's a great effort it
0: doesn't put a, a W in the column. It was still a big fat L. I think that Marquise Goodwin in a foot race with Tyreek Hill would be uh you know, Tyreek Hill gets all the notoriety, but I think that Goodwin would uh, it would be a photo finish, and I think that you guys are going to have nightmares about our wide receiving core. And that's pathetic that I'm saying that because our wide receiving core is off- god awful. For God's sake, I went against Brian Hoyer, and I, he couldn't even hit me. He led me out of bounds this summer. Literally, I str- I, I was doing a streak down the sideline, and he led me out of bounds. Check on my Facebook, I, I
2: It was a total
1: joke. Well, maybe you were supposed to stretch out and down. drag the toes. Maybe maybe it was on you. You know what, you're right. In life we can't point the
0: finger. We we've got to always look at ourselves and that's a great life lesson, folks, here on this
2: podcast.
1: <laughs> Steve Steve, you had someone
2: I'm, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm like, <laughs> Munir might be the best guest we've ever had on the show. You might be the best guest ever. <laughs> Munir,
2: well, I mean I, I
1: mean, feel I like I feel like we could I pivot into take, right take a knee right now. We could talk about taking e we could talk about coffee makers and I feel like he would give us um some some deep insight.
2: Oh, you know that—that's.
1: How do you think I'm so sharp? I love coffee makers. See, I made my we coffee right before the show.
2: Wow. Uh, you know, Joe, you—you you brought up a good point that this Sunday is the uh, taking the Super Bowl here in D.C. with the Niners coming into town, uh, <laughs> nation's capital. Uh, Eric Reed, I think Eric Reed is hurt, but he's—I mean, he's obviously he's back in practice.
0: practice. He should be on the field
1: on Sunday. Was well, he going to okay. pull a Marcus? He's going to pull a Marcus Peters, and the day after Las Vegas police officers are are. Running to save people's lives, the the, the a hole is gonna take a knee, and it's such a joke. I mean, look, everyone's entitled to their own opinion, their own stupid opinion. But what what an like you talk about privilege. N- nowhere else in the world can something like this happen, and everybody does the little golf clap. Oh yeah, bravo, millionaire guy who doesn't know doesn't understand anything about anything, but is sitting down because of uh, whoever made it famous and whoever said it was the right idea. And then you got players now like. Roethlisberger and Eric Decker and everybody else coming out saying, "Oh, we didn't know. Oh, we I didn't know." I so stupid. So stupid. The NFL is going the way of the the NBA post uh, our test punching fans. It's gonna. It's it's. We're we're transcending into a very dark age here for the for the NFL. That, that's my own personal opinion. The, the numbers are down, and it's not the presidential election, and it's not cord cutters. It's people saying, "I don't need this. I don't need this BS in my life." and the games are yeah. I,
3: I actually know people that canceled their NFL sports packages because of what's going on.
1: Yeah, I'm not surprised. Well, if you want to protest, the I NFL,
3: can't that's say the only
0: it's it. Yeah. revenue revenue and ratings that's uh, that's that's how to get to the NFL if you want to if you want to protest and take a stand you know, one way of doing it is by not watching on Sundays and well, canceling There's packages.
1: A, there was a rumor that Goodell sent out a letter saying players on the field will stand, and if you want to protest, stay in the, in the locker room. But now it's come out that the Players Association is saying, no, we didn't receive a letter. So it's just Yeah, it was, a, it was a
2: rumor started by uh, <laughs> one, our current president of the
1: United States. No, well, hold uh, on. So w- was there a letter, or there was, was there no letter?
2: Oh, Trump made it up. He tweeted.
1: He tweeted what?
2: He's saying, uh, uh, "Glad to see Goodell forcing everyone to stand up," and that people ran with it. So I'm shocked that something like
1: that I came did out. that. Out. Hey man, listen. You you may not like him, but the guy the guy plays everyone like like. <laughs> like uh, it's like we're all just puppets, man. <laughs> he plays everybody like a fiddle. It's imp- it's it's actually impressive. Old man's got some Twitter skills. You got to give him that, right?
2: Apparently, he can sink uh, free throws too.
1: Well. I don't, and that, he shot a 73
2: uh, on, on Tuesday with Lindsey Graham.
1: Well, you actually were picking a little Twitter war with... Uh, you took offense to, uh, the, to the president's comment on the Nats.
2: I was highly offended by that, okay? You can die with the Klansmen. You can do all you want, but you he cannot offend oh, oh, my God,
1: Steve. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh.
2: <laughs> hey, he picked on my Nats. You can't do that.
1: Yeah, well, well you made a good point. I mean, we'll see what you... The, the Redskins were the Redskins here locally the, the ones that decided to take a knee were not received very well um, and in fact guys like Vernon Davis who came out and said I will always stand uh, they got they got the golf clap back you know like people people respond to that I don't think anybody wants to see anybody take a knee during the national anthem. I mean Sabrina you live there I mean is, is the whole city taking a knee is everyone rallying behind Kaepernick in, in his uh, in his quest to change the change America but refusing to vote?
3: It's uh, it's pretty 50-50 here. I have friends that are all for Kaepernick and what he stands for and what he's been doing, and I have the exact opposite. I have friends that are avid football fans, believe in the message that Kaepernick initially sought out for, but everyone's really annoyed with the taking a knee and what it's causing. And I think we've diminished from what he was actually mm. trying to stand for, right? I mean, nobody That's wants... Yeah. yeah, sorry. I know Munira has a lot of feelings about this too, but what he, what his initial, his initial message has been lost, and I think people are now taking a knee just to oppose the president versus taking a knee for what Kaepernick was doing it for.
0: Yeah, Sabrina, so people, it's a good thing that we're not uh, we're not working on the plagiarism plagiarism piece because that feels like exactly what I told you, and you're just spitting it out. You're just regurgitating it to the world, you know. And so we t- anyway,
3: we had a conversation like, about it.
0: Yeah, we had a conversation, and what you did was you absorbed it, and now you're regurgitating my words onto the world. And so, in any event, yeah, that's, I mean, look, we don't need to get into the nitty-gritty of this. We can talk at nauseum about it, but at the end of the day, what bothers me most is that I think that, frankly, Kaepernick, the message is very misunderstood in a lot of ways. I mean, no one wants inequality. No one wants police brutality. That's what he's he's trying to give a voice to those that don't have one, he's trying to send a message for that. Do I agree with the platform by which he's doing it? Absolutely freaking not. Do I agree with taking a knee? Absolutely not. But at the end of the day, he's representing and repping and trying to get a voice for good things. That's what pisses me off. People think he's being disrespectful and this, that, and the other. No Do you guys want police brutality? Does anybody want police brutality? Does anybody want inequality? Of course not. No, no, we don't. So... Uh, do I agree with, like, the things that he wants to fix? Absolutely. Do I agree with the platform and the forum by which he's doing it? Absolutely not.
1: He's but, a fraud. But, he's know, a fraud. Thing, he, to- he is 100% a fraud, okay? He, he, yeah, yeah we, all, I- we all want to solve world hunger. It's fine. Yeah, it is, his words were great, but if the a-hole can't make it to the voting booth and to push a button and to vote for somebody and be part of the change— you're uh, you're dead to me. 100 100% percent finished. 100 100% percent finished. And frankly, and frankly, fast forward, disagree. fast forward a year and a half. Here locally, Michael Wilbon said one of the stupidest things I have ever heard come out of a, another human being's mouth, which is, uh, he, you know he took I don't know if it was a hot take or if it was something he actually thought out, but. He likened uh, Goodell telling the players, or uh, allegedly telling the players, that they will stand. He liked the He basically said the NFL owners, the NFL model, is a modern is a modern day plantation. Like that's how far we've come what? from. Exactly. It's one of the stupidest things that has ever been said by a human we, being we on the entire planet. We should just
3: stick to football. We should stick to football. And I, 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 you know, but I am in San Francisco, one of the most liberal cities in the world, and. Everyone there are a lot of people that are on the Kaepernick train for sure. But there are also hey,
0: is for sure. Sabrina, one thing is for sure. You know what? I don't like the Republican Party. I don't like the Democratic Party. I just like the party.
2: You know what I mean? That's the good news. <laughs> 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 no truer words have ever been spoken. Okay?
1: <laughs> oh yeah. my goodness. So
3: anyways, I wish that we could just stick to football. I do hate what Kaepernick has done to the game and Bringing politics into the game is not something that anyone enjoys, you know. So,
1: no, I look, Steve and I run a, you know, we're part of a, a sports podcast and we've been called now to TV multiple times to talk about politics interjecting into sports. And, and uh, that line just gets hazier and hazier every week that goes by. It just gets worse and worse. And, um, well, maybe it's not worse and worse. Maybe some people think it's better because it's, it's using a, a platform that everyone loves that used to be neutral to kind of further conversation that's all up for debate um you know but it it did start with Kaepernick and um it's I don't think it's going to end anytime soon I I mean it's it's going to come down to the league the bottom line the numbers look the owners got involved when the bottom line was going to be affected so um that's where we're at now right they're they're the new villains because they're protecting the brand and the game that ironically is paying these athletes the millions of dollars that they can put to whatever cause they want so Anyway, let's uh, let's leave it there. We uh, we got four of us on the podcast. Three of us are taking the skins. Um, my score prediction, I'm going on the under on the points, and I'm going to go skins 15, Niners 3. I think it's going to be ugly. I think it's going to be boring. I think it's going to be classic NFL football circa 2017. Um, so take the under if you're listening, boys and girls. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Sabrina, for coming on. Thank you, Manir, for coming on. Thank you, Manir, for all all your wisdom and on on everything this morning, and for rocking uh, for rocking that hat. And, and Steve, I'm sure you want to say thank you too for the uh, the family love, right?
2: Well, I, I love the family love, and and uh, this is not the last time we're going to see these two. I got to.
3: <laughs> I hope we're back for basketball season.
1: Um, that, it's touchy, but yes, but. Well, let's leave it right there. Hello. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for both for coming on. Uh Stevie, thanks for making time. I know if it's been, been a God bless you
0: on. I love you. God bless
1: you. God bless you Hello? too. <laughs> I, can't. You there, I, you. <laughs> I can't. This is this is where the wheels come off. This is where the wheels this is come a fun off.
2: Episode to record. I don't know if it's ever going to make it to the actual podcast, but it was I mean, it's uh, <laughs> there's just
1: too much content to to go back and clean it up and and frankly, after last night's uh Nat's loss, I I don't have the energy to uh to sit and edit it's just going to go up the way it is but um steve thanks for making time again this morning off. i know it's been a uh it's been a long long uh, 72 hours for all dc sports fans but hey if the skins win keep this thing going um keep chasing the eagles you know we got something to talk about the cap season obviously is uh in full swing although they dropped to the the paint the, the pens a couple days ago but we got basketball around the corner yeah. too. the Wizards season tips off uh tips off next week actually so um, sports are in full flight here. The D.C. The DC sports curse is alive and well. Uh, thanks for listening to the show. This is Defeating the Curse. Thank you to Sabrina. Thank you to Maneer. Thank you, Steve. Uh, proud members of the Heroes Media Group. We'll talk to you next week after the Redskins win um, at home against the 49ers. Have a good day, everyone. Take care. We are out.